This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. As we're getting into the slicha season, it's kedai to go back a little bit and understand the different practices in the Rishayim about exactly when to say slichas. The Gemara Rosh Hashanah Dafizayim Rebbeis tells us, describes the importance and the value of slichas. The Gemara tells us that Kodesh Baruch Hu showed Moshe Rabbeinu that if you do like this, you wrap yourself like I did, and that's why there's a very big emphasis on wearing a talus at slichas, because the Kodesh Baruch Hu wrapped himself, so to say, in a talus. And you say like this, Kodesh Baruch Hu says that the Kozman Shechot, whenever the Bnei Yisrael sins and they say the slichas, who says, I will forgive them. So that's the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah describing the importance of Slichas. The Gemara doesn't say when to say Slichas, what time of the year. So if you look in the Rosh, Mesechas Rosh Hashanah, at the end of the Rosh, in the fourth paragraph of Rosh Hashanah, he brings down from the Minig what he calls Minig Mishtei Yeshivas. That means what they were doing in Bavel, predominantly. He says the Minig there was, was to say Slichas only between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. What we call today, that says Yimei they did not say Slichas before then. That's what the Minigan Shtei Yeshivas were. And then the Rosh adds, in Miktsas Mikoimis, in some places, they were saying Slichas already from Rosh Chaydish Elo. Because time from Rosh Chaydish Elo, that's when Rosh Rabbeinu went up to Shemayim to get the second Luchas. But if you look in the Rosh, the, the more common practice was only to say Slichas during their Seresh Yimei Tshuva. If you look at the Me'iri, he brings down an interesting Minog, that they used to say Slichas during Elo only on Bahab. Only Monday, Thursday, Monday of Chaydish uh, Elul. Not every day like the Svarim do today, but in Elul, only on Monday and Thursday. That was the Minag that the Me'iri brings down. If you look in the Avudraham, Avudraham had an interesting Minag. His Minag was, and I never got a good shot in this Avudraham. His Minag was to say Slichas starting from the 15th of Elul, Tezvav Elul. That's when they used to say Slichas according to the Avudraham. Then you have the Rambam Shita. The Rambam Paskins L'Halacha, which is interesting. The Rambam Paskins L'Halacha, you only say Slichas between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. According to the Rambam, there is no Slichas prior to Rosh Hashanah. And then there's the famous Ran. Very, very important Ran in the back of the Gemara Mesechus Rosh Hashanah, where the Ran elaborates with a question that should really bother all of us. And he discusses, he says, what exactly is so special about Aleph Tishrei? Why did Aleph Tishrei became the day that the Jewish, the world is judged? What happened in Aleph Tishrei that should be the day that you got judged? I understand why we celebrate Pesach on the day that we did, because that on that date in history, something happened. Sukkot, something in history happened on that day. Nothing happened special on Aleph Tishrei that should make Aleph Tishrei the day for judgment. Was it just a random day picked out of a hat? Who came up with Aleph Tishrei? So in this piece, the Ran goes to this whole understanding. We know there's Machlokes in the Gemara. When was the world created? So the Ran suggests that if you hold the world was created in Tishrei, it doesn't mean the world itself. It means the most important part of the world, which is what we call man. Man was created in Tishrei. So therefore, says the Ran, since Adam Arishim was created in Aleph Tishrei, and therefore Aleph Tishrei was, I'm sorry, the, the world itself was created, man was created on day, day six. So he says then the end of that is when man sinned. That's when he got judged. So, therefore, says the Ran, since Adam Arishan, the first person in the history to ever be judged, was on Aleph Tishrei, that's why the rest of the world gets judged on Aleph Tishrei. Therefore, says the Ran, now I understand why there's a minig to say Slichas on Chaf Hei El. Another minig, a fourth minig if you're keeping track. Start saying Slichas on Chaf Hei El, because that's when the world was created. Not man, but the world. Priyasa Oilom was Chaf Hei El. So we have many different sheetas in the Rishonim. When exactly to say Slichas? How do we paskin? So everyone knows. 
Ashkenazim versus Svarim. Shochanarach writes in Simitovkov Pehei that Svarim starts saying Slichas from Rosh Chodesh which again, from the Rishonic point of view, was not the majority. It was the minority opinion. It was not the opinion of the Rambam, not really the opinion of the Rosh either. But that's what the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that we start saying Slichas Rosh Chodesh Elul, comes along the Ramon, he says, no, 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 we don't do that. We say, we blow a shoifer. You know when we start saying Slichas? The Sunday before Rosh Hashanah. It's a pella. We had four dates on the calendar we could have used. We could have used Asher Semei Tshuva, we could have used Tezvav, we could have used Chafei. comes along the Ramah with a no-name opinion. The Sunday before. Whenever in Judaism do we work with the Sunday before? Well, you know, like in, in the secular world, certain things are the Thursday, the last Thursday of November has to be Thanksgiving. Right? Everything has... Where's the Sunday before in Judaism have any halachic ramification? What makes it even more schwer to me is, it wasn't like the Ramah had nothing to pick from. He had four minhagim in the Rishayim to choose from. And the one that he chose was the one that has no basis whatsoever. The Sunday before. What's the Sunday before? Then the Ramah goes on to say, well, it's more than that. It's not just the Sunday before. It's the Sunday before, assuming there's at least four days before Rosh Hashanah. Because if, let's say, Rosh Hashanah were to fall out on Monday or Tuesday, you wouldn't start the Sunday before. Because you always have to have four days before. So the Mishnah Brewer goes through the reasons why you have to have four days. This year it's not Negea, because this year we definitely get four days, because Rosh Hashanah is Shabbos. But it's just so strange. Why did the Ramon not go with any of the other Rishonim? So the Vilna Goin seemingly was bothered with this Kasha. That the Ramon's meaning, or Ashkenazic practice, of the Sunday before seems to be not in line with any of the Rishonim that are out there. So I think the Vilna Goyen, the way some people learn the Vilna Goyen is that really we're trying to get the Rans, Chafeyelo. But we know the world was created on a Sunday. So the Sunday that we do is really like a knockoff of the Chafeyelo of the, of the Ran to try to be on the Sunday when the world was created. Be it as it may, that is the Ashkenazic practice. We start the Sunday before Rosh Hashanah as long as it's four days before Rosh Hashanah. It's an interesting question. We've discussed this in the past. I'm not even going to go through it now. Why, what about the role of women in slichas? Are women obligated to say slichas? So the answer to that is, just look around. The only time you see a big traffic of women for slichas is usually Matzah Shabbos. They already, Rabbi Forsheimer writes, even in Lakewood, they have a big crowd of women for slichas on Matzah Shabbos. But again, we've discussed that in the past. We also discussed in the past, what about children? Should you be mechanic your children for slichas? So here it's interesting, the stipler... They record that the stipend used to wake up his young children for four times, four slichas he used to wake them up for. One was for the, the first night of slichas, he kept them up. Erev Rosh Hashanah, Zuchar Bris, and Erev Yom Kippur. That means four days a week, they had very tired kids in Bnei Brak. If you look in Rav Kamenetsky, he writes, no, they're not mechoyf to keep the kids up. Again, this might be an American-Israeli question. I know if I keep my kids up that hour, it would not be good for anyone. They wouldn't uh, be able to function in school or at home. So I don't suggest that if you have bigger kids, 11-year-olds, 12-year-olds, maybe, little kids, I don't think it's a good idea to keep them up at those hours. Then we go to the old, yeah. If you're going to let the women come, then... No one's watching the kids. That was, right, that's always the, the problem. That the reason why women never came was because the men are in shul and the women are in shul who's out there watching the kids. Right, so that's always the reason why women probably never came to slichas. Then we always talk about, every year we talk about the, the question of when is the preferred time to say slichas. So if you look in the Torah, the Torah brings down the preferred time to say slichas is right before Alois HaShachar. Alois HaShachar is 506. So if anyone wants to make a minion, we'll say slichas right before Alois HaShachar, which is about 430. Anyone else up? Anyone else interested? 
didn't think so. Okay, so the real way to do slichas according to the Torah and ready according to the Matafrayim was to say slichas right before Allah Shachar. Why? Because the Magen Aram explains that's when Hakadosh Baruch Hu shot by Olamay. Our closest connection to Hakadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyochel is during those hours. So really, in a perfect world, we should all be saying slichas around four thirty, finishing it right before Allah Shachar, and then going straight into Shachris, and then probably back to bed for a nap. However, if you already look in the later Achreinim, already by the seventeen. Baba? Yeah, you won't get Vizikin. Yeah, you have to, uh, hey, you can still daven, but you don't have to get Vizikin. Who says you need Vizikin? You don't need Vizikin. You, you can daven after Allah Yisrael and you're good to go. But you have a Yitz after Allah Yisrael. So if you already look in the later Achorayim, Matafrayim, and in, even more so, jump to the 20th century, they're Achashoch, and they already write that this is not going to work. Saying Slichas at this hour is just not going to, we all know if we have to get up every morning at 4.30, we could barely do it at 5.30, 6.30, Kashuk and 4.30, so already the minigas became not to do that. So we say Slichas after Alois HaShachar because it's not always so practical. The big question always becomes is how early can you say Slichas? So the Mishtabura writes, and this is already recorded before the Mishtabura, it's ready in the Matafrayim, that a person is not permitted to say slichas before chatzos. You're not allowed to say slichas before chatzos. Nighttime is din, slichas is trying to be ma'irachim, and those two don't go together. Therefore, the, the Matafrayim, because you're not supposed to say any slichas before chatzos. The only exception to that rule is Lelium Kippur. If you remember, Mayrav on Yom Kippur is full of slichas. The whole Mayrav is one version of slichas. However, says the Mishtabur, any other night of the year, you're not permitted to say slichas before chatzais. So this is why the minig always became that we don't start slichas. We're supposed to start slichas on Sunday, but we don't want to start, we can't start at 9.30 Matzah Shabbos. So the minig always was to start after chatzais. There's another reason that you have to start after chatzais, besides for you can't say slichas, is you can't say tachanun after, at nighttime. Right, a lot of reasons why minyanim don't say tachanun by mincha is because they daven too close to the shkia and they don't want to say tachanun. Shochanar paskis, you can't do tachanun at night. Which the Bruce says, after chatzos, you can say tachanun. So if we're going to call slichas for 10 p.m., besides for the fact that we're going against the, the idea of saying slichas at night, we wouldn't be able to say tachanun. And tachanun is a big component of the slichas. But if we call slichas for after chatzos, we'll be okay. Then the Mishtabura has another problem, which Moshe talks about in the tshuva. You're not really allowed to do vidah in Matzah Shabbos. We don't do vidah in Shabbos, so you can't do vidah in Matzah Shabbos either. However, says the Mishtabura, after chatzos you could do vidah. But if you're calling your, your slichas for 10 p.m. Matzah Shabbos, so you really have three X's against you, three strikes against the 10 o'clock slichas. First of all, you shouldn't be saying slichas before chatzos. Secondly, you can't say tachanun before chatzos. And thirdly, you can't say vidah before chatzos. So you basically took out the bulk of what slichas is supposed to be. There's another machloikis achroidim. We'll get to that right now. So there's a big machloikis, if you look around different shuls, what time everyone is davening Matzah Shabbos. So chatzos in Queens is 12.52. So why are some shuls calling for 12.45, some shuls calling for 1 o'clock, some shuls calling for 12.50? What's this all about? Because there's a machloikis achroidim, what can't you start before chatzos? You can't say Ashrei, you can't say the Kaddish, you can't say the Chashem Atstoko. What exactly can't you say before Chatzai? So, Shleim Azamun Orbach held, you can't say Hashem Hashem Karachel B'chanan. Yud Gimel Midas. Which means it gives you a bunch of time to get to everything else before then. So, all those shuls that are starting Slichas even at 1245, that's because of Orbach. I always thought the Mashmois of the Mishnabur is not like that. The Mashmois is you can't do anything before Chatzais. And therefore, you shouldn't even start Ashri before Chatzais, which is the Minig. Rebbe Yashiv held that way, that you shouldn't start anything before Chatzais, which is why many shuls today are makbid not to start anything. We're even more machmir here. We start at 1 o'clock. So, we're double machmir. I think we're, we're machmir because in the Tervedas book, it says over there, they always said Slichas at 1 o'clock. So, we always say Slichas here at 1 o'clock. Even though so, some years I was very against it, 
Because some years, Chatzais was early, and we were mamish. I held it was a shayel of Gezel Shein. People want to go to bed, and we're going to hold them captive because we're calling Sichas for one o'clock. It bothered me, but uh, okay, I didn't get my way. This year, I don't have so much time because Chatzais is 12.52. So we can either start, we can start 12.55. It's still five minutes of people sleep, which I think is a big cheshman. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to wage a war for five minutes of your sleep. Ten minutes of your sleep, I'd go to bat for. Five minutes, I'm going to have to let it go. But we're going to call it for one o'clock, but other shuls are going to start 12.45. How can they start 1245? The answer is they hold like Orbach. The other shuls hold like Rebbe Yash. The big tumult that many people talk about is the early slichas, what they call the 10 o'clock slichas. So this is obviously something we've discussed in the past, just very bekitzer. If Shemizaman does write, he says he remembers, he was told, I don't know, he remembers, I don't know if he was there, but he said that the Minigan Poland was to say slichas early. If you look at the Mishmer Shalom in Kadanov, he writes also such a practice, that they also didn't stay up till Chatzos, they used to have what's called an early slichas. What bothers me is what people misuse Rav Moshe's tshuva. Rav Moshe has a tshuva that was written in 1960. It's worthwhile to check up the tshuva. Rav Moshe talks about a very unique shayla. He talked about a group of people who came to Rav Moshe and they said they're afraid to go out at the late hour for slichas. Not that they don't want to, not that they're tired, and not that they'd rather be in their bed. They're afraid. They're afraid to go out. It doesn't say what community they lived in. It doesn't say the background. It just says the date. It was 1960, and the community they were afraid. And Ramesh writes at least three times, if I remember correctly, in the Tshuva. He says, what I'm telling you here is what's called the Hayra Shah. It should only be used for this case and not to be used for future generations. And he basically says to this group, because if you don't do it tonight, you won't do it tomorrow. Again, a lot of shuls do slichas the next morning. Tells yeshiva, doesn't do slichas Masih Shabbos. They do it the next morning, Sunday morning. Plenty of people do it. Right? My, my uncle Shul, the, the, the big Shul, they do that also. That's fine. I'm not sure in Ramesh's case that seemed like there wasn't an option. It seemed like it was a Shabbos only Shul, and if they don't do Slichas Mate Shabbos, there's no Slichas. So Ramesh writes, you could do it, it's not the end of the world, but he writes over and over. It's a Hirah Shah. It's only for this year. It's only for this situation. How people feel they can use Ramesh in 2023 in our communities is beyond my understanding. And my argument always is you're shooting yourself in the foot. The purpose of slichas is for us to get as much favor in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu we can get. If Hashem says during these hours, I don't want to talk to you, why do you want to have that conversation? It just, it just boggles my mind. It means that you're looking at slichas as something you have to do. It's on my to-do list. I have to do laundry, I have to take a shower, shave, and I have to say slichas. So I fit it into my schedule. If slichas is our opportunity to talk to Hashem, to beseech Him, to give us a good year, why would you go talk to Him at a time where He made it very clear to us He doesn't want to speak to us? It, it just doesn't make sense to me. So I, I urge everyone, it's, to whoever is willing to listen, I, I much in my Talmudim with this, and we'll talk about it here also. For those that could wait till, if you can't stay up that late, I have no tainas on you, it's late. So go the next morning, you can find a minion here in any other community, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, slichas, that's fine. I just don't see why people are doing this to themselves. I just, I feel bad for them, because they're not giving themselves the best chance for the Yom Adin. You want to come into Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, with all the schusim you can have, why do you want to come in with like half-baked schusim, because Hashem is really like, I don't, I don't really want it now. So I would urge everyone, if they can make it work into the schedule, to try to recite slichas at the proper time, the way that Hashem wants it, and this way the tefillahs will have the best chance of being hurt.